If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kids subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in cancel subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier and improve my quality of life, which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all and don't take into account each person's individual needs, which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Majority of the crimes we hear about or that are widely covered occur in the United States. That isn't to say that crimes don't happen elsewhere. We just don't hear about them quite as much. On September 28, 1926, a serial rapist and killer was hanged to death for his crimes. And while he murdered at least seven and has been theorized to have raped over a hundred others, not many even know his name. So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Satoru Fukiage was born in February of 1889 in Kyoto, Japan. When he was just 11 years old, he had sex with a 17-year-old girl. This resulted in him losing his job, something that was unacceptable to his family, who forced him to start working when he was just 8 years old. He was arrested for the first time when he was 12 years old for theft and, once released, was arrested again almost immediately. When he was 17, he had sex with a 54-year-old woman and later raped her 11-year-old daughter as well as other girls in the neighborhood. While it was believed that these are some of the first rapes Satoru committed, his number would later rise to the triple digits. On September 24, 1906, He raped and murdered an 11-year-old at the temple Kinkakuji. He was sent to jail and was released in 1922. Not even a year later, he was arrested again for molesting a 4-year-old girl. He was released yet again. 
While the exact series of events is unknown, between June of 1923 to April of 1924, Satoru raped and murdered five girls, all aged between 11 to 16. When he was arrested on July 28, 1924, he claimed that while he did kill the six girls the police were questioning him about, he also killed an additional seven. This statement was later recanted, and he was tried for just three of the murders. He was sentenced to death on May 17, 1925. While in prison, he wrote a book. In it, he requested that parents take care of their children. He was led to the gallows on September 28, 1926, with no fight. Even after his death, his exact number of victims remains unknown. But it can be speculated that he killed at least 13 and raped over 93 girls and 100 women during his short 37 years on this earth. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 29th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.